Hello and welcome to the One Q Podcast by Blueprint, where we discuss what we think is the next wave of innovation for technology and businesses. This is a podcast where we ask our guests the one burning question about the future of digital transformation. Hey everybody and welcome to the One Q Podcast with Blueprint. We're really excited about today on the show with us is Steve Hastings. So Steve, uh, tell us a little bit about what you do at Blueprint. Hi, thanks Ryan. I'm Steve Hastings. I'm the principal architect of data science here. I head up the data science team and also work on some pretty cool problems for our for our clients. Cool. So do you, you have a pretty unique approach to data science. Tell us about what your perspective is about what data science is for those of people who don't really understand the buzzword around data science and kind of what your approach is that's different from everybody else's. Right. You'll see a lot in the tech news, all sorts of cool stuff about AI and deep learning and really some pretty crazy stuff, some pretty cool stuff. But I take the perspective that data science is, is really simpler than that. It's really just about solving problems with data. And so, I, you know, I, one thing I keep telling people is if you could solve a problem with a simple SQL query, or you could solve it with a really expensive, long-term uh, deep learning solution, which one would you invest in if you're a business? Awesome. And uh, Steve has taken a, uh, the, the last probably 12 to 18 months with us uh, uh, building out his team. Um, so if you ever have any needs around data science, definitely reach out. Uh, where, where can people find you uh, to connect with you? You can find me on LinkedIn or via email at shastings at bpcs.com or here. Awesome, cool. So, um, in the in the in that same vein around uh, data science and artificial intelligence, we'll jump right into the one cue of the day for you. So, in Satya Nadella's book, uh, Hit Refresh, he talks about quantum computing and artificial intelligence being the combination that will drive the next tech revolution for us. What do you think that's going to look like uh, for all of our listeners out there that might be the leaders of organizations and might be in this in in these d- different areas? Uh, and then also, what do you think companies should do now to prepare themselves to be able to take advantage of this in the future? Yeah, that's that's a really good question, and I think Satya is spot on with this quote, and I'll explain why. But I want to first say that you know the current AI research going on. Is, is kind of indirect. It doesn't really focus on the needs of the customer. Instead, it's sort of, it's in some ways a bunch of tech, tech people geeking out about what can be done instead of what should be done. And, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but to really explain what, uh, what, what quantum computing and AI combined would look like, I've got to dig through some of these buzzwords. So first off, I want to take a little bit of a background about artificial intelligence itself. So, you know, everybody's heard the news. We can detect kittens in YouTube videos. We have self-driving cars. We have better than human language translation and a whole bunch of other stuff. And you probably also have heard that AI researchers are very much in demand right now. They'll make seven-figure compensation straight out of a grad school. And... That's, that makes it seem like AI is, is pretty hot right now, and, and it is, but if you actually dig into it, most AI solutions available now are kind of elementary. Now, that's not to say that they don't do what they're supposed to do really well, but the reality is they really only do one thing. They 
translate language or they detect cats in YouTube videos or whatever it is. Do you think that's a, like a, um, a natural state of the maturity of the technology or do you think it's because that is the particular purpose for which they are being created? Like how, how on point do you think those solutions are? A little bit of both. So first off, obviously a lot of this research is going on in some of the big tech orgs like, uh, like Facebook where there's actually an interest in being able to detect cats in, in videos or whatever. But some of it is actually inherent limitations of how uh, AI is built today. And, and, that, and, and that's really an interesting part. And that's really how you're going to get quantum computing related. So, so let, me, let me dig into that a little bit. So the past 10 years in the current AI boom, really AI is built on top of deep neural networks. And these are basically just fancy computer models that are sort of loosely designed around the human brain. You've got individual cells or nodes, and those are connected via connections. And you feed data into it, and it sort of percolates through those connections, through those nodes, and comes out the other side uh, with something useful. So for instance, to detect cats, what you would do is you'd feed in the video. The actual pixels in each you know, frame of that video would percolate through this network and come out in a format that makes it easy to say, oh, there's a cat here in this video, or no, there's no cat in this video. And so that's cool. It turns out these neural networks have been around for a long time, since the 50s or earlier. So why is it only in the past 10 years that they've really taken off? And the reason is a couple things. First off, computational power is immensely uh, greater today than it was in the 50s, obviously. But the other thing is that the way you build these deep neural nets is, is really constrained today. And that's what you know, AI researchers get paid seven figures a year to, to do. They basically have found a tiny handful of algorithms that can train these neural nets. And that means that there's a tiny handful of types of neural networks that you can actually use to solve problems. And, and, that, and that really constrains what you can do. And, and that gets back to what I was saying about today, AI isn't focused on helping solve problems. It's focused on how, how can I you know, build these neural networks. And that's where quantum computing comes in. Quantum computing is obviously designed to solve certain types of problems really quickly and really effectively. And so what you can do with quantum computing is actually build any sort of neural network architecture you want. You're not constrained by this uh, small handful of neural nets that exist today deep in the, the heart of Facebook and Microsoft and, and Google and others. And, that, and that's, really, that's really why I think Satya is spot on here. So the other than you know giving advice around a company that wants to make a billion dollars on identifying cats in YouTube, um, which I, I do love the idea, you mm -hmm. might have a you might have a uh, might have a good opportunity for a new business there. What uh, what else should people be doing right now uh, in the everyday company? Like what can they invest in right now? What they can what what should they be doing to get prepared for this revolution that's going to be coming? Right. So so the whole point of of what I had said earlier is that soon, when quantum computing really hits uh, main stage, you're not going to need these expensive researchers to, to figure out how to build neural networks. 
Instead, what you're going to need is people who can figure out how neural network architectures trained via quantum computers can be used to help your business. Mm. And, and that's, and, and that's going to be a big shift because you're no longer going to need people who specialize in neural networks. You're going to need people who specialize in business problems and thinking about how, you know, what, what is the problem? What problems do my business face? You know, obviously every business would like to grow. They'd like to, uh, you know, do better than their competition. But, but how are you going to do that? What's the core problem that your business is, is facing? What is really preventing your business from growing? Those are the questions that businesses, that they always need to answer, obviously. But with new AI enabled by quantum computing, all of a sudden you're going to have a lot of opportunity to, to solve those problems with, with AI rapidly. And so in, you know, in the future, companies that are successful are going to be those who can identify their problems and identify possible solutions that they can go experiment with quicker. So the, for the majority of companies out there, you'd probably recommend that they would be investing more in their their kind of chief strategy officer versus their chief digital officer because the AI is going to work out of the box from a company like Amazon or Microsoft or something? Yeah, for sure. And also just filling your company with people who have strong domain knowledge of your industry, right? It's the analysts who really understand what's going on in your company that are going to make a difference in, in after the next revolution. Awesome. Very cool. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. Uh, is there anything you want to add about what's the, what would be cool to tell the listeners? What is the coolest project or the subject area that you think is most exciting about your teams working on in data science? Yeah, we're doing some uh, really cool computer vision stuff that uh, borders on robotics and uh, helping retail companies, uh, you know, do well. So. Awesome. Very cool. So definitely reach out to Steve if you have any further questions about the different areas that he's talked about today. And thanks, everybody, for listening. So uh, we are the 1Q podcast by Blueprint, where we talk about what is the next wave of innovation for technology and businesses. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Ryan.